0: Loss, dangerous, and 55. This is Patterns of Development. Hey, everyone. I'm Kyle Gulau, and on this show, Patterns of Development, we take less than 10 minutes each week to deconstruct what's going on in real estate architecture and urban planning, I hope this show provides value by giving you case studies and examples to consider and discuss with your peers. My own personal goal is that through repetition, we can build pattern recognition and apply experienced thinking in our own backyards. And first up this week, an article about the true cost of automobile ownership in Forbes, written by Carlton Reed. And I love this quote from the article. This, I think, is like the pattern of cars motorists underestimate the total private cost of car ownership. While policymakers and planners underestimate the social cost. Mm, That is just so good. Let's talk about underestimating the private costs. We've got depreciation, parking, gas, insurance, car washes, customizations like floors, mats, roof racks, trailer hitches, repairs, and of course the responsibility of being in control of a couple thousand pounds of plastic and steel. Let's talk social costs. We've got pollution expectation for free parking, the lack of affordability, noise, infrastructure expectations, the danger, of course, getting hit by another vehicle. A favorite stat of the show, America's 250 million cars are oversupplied with an estimated 2 billion parking spots. That's eight spots for every car that we have in our country. And unfortunately, there's a lot of politics here when it comes to automobiles, and it's really political suicide to even consider touching cars because you'll get burnt, to paraphrase author Stefan Gosling. Who is quoted in the article by Carlton Reed? This is Stefan now. Yes, much of the built environment entrenches car use, but famously, many people drive pitifully short journeys when it would be just as easy and certainly cheaper and healthier to walk. Getting people out of their cars isn't something that most politicians want to broach. Now, we're not car haters on the show. I'm just not sure the true costs are really understood. And in inefficient marketplaces, how might we gain some efficiency? I believe that's the question. As we talk more about the cost of automobiles, an article now from the New York Times, pedestrian deaths spike in the U.S. as reckless driving surges. We've talked about it multiple times on the show. Pedestrian and traffic deaths are at an all-time high, but we really haven't talked about why. To read directly from the article by Simon Romero, Empty roads allowed some to drive much faster than before. Some police chiefs eased enforcement, wary of face-to-face contact. For reasons that psychologists and transit safety experts are just beginning to explain, drivers also seem to be getting angrier. Dr. David Spiegel, director of Stanford's Medical Schools Center on Stress and Health, said many drivers are grappling with what he calls salience saturation. All right, so we've got a quote within a quote here. I'm not quoting Dr. Spiegel being quoted by Simon Romero. We're so saturated with fears about the virus and what it's going to do to us that people feel that they get another pass or get a pass on other threats. Dr. Spiegel said another factor was social disengagement, which deprives people of social contact, a major source of pleasure, support, and comfort. Combine that loss with overloading our capacity to gauge risk, Dr. Spiegel said, and people are not paying attention to driving safely. If they do, they don't care about it that much, Dr. Spiegel said. There's that feeling that the rules are suspended and all bets are off. Nearly 32,000 people, this is Kyle again, nearly 32,000 people were killed in vehicle crashes in the first nine months of 2021. That's a 12% increase from the same period in 2020, according to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. It's a fact. We're driving less miles and it's costing more lives. It's more dangerous to drive to the airport than it is to get inside of what is effectively a metal tube flying at 30,000 feet above the ground going 500 miles an hour. Again, not anti-car. I just think it's important we decouple the idea of what's presented to us in car commercials, that vision that Elon Musk sells to shareholders, and the general word freedom for what is clearly a very costly part of our transportation infrastructure. We do love patterns on this show, so here's the pattern. We talk about transportation, we talk about housing, urban planning, ladies and gentlemen. What are the options for our citizens to get safe, comfortable shelter, and how can we move around in physical space? So we talked about one, let's talk about the other. Let's talk about housing. Ontario's Housing Affordability Task Force and their 55 recommendations on how Ontario can hit their needed 1.5 million homes. In 10 years for the sake of this show we can't cover all 55 but i agree with the summary provided by cbc's author mike crowley recommendation number one that stands out increased density in neighborhoods zoned exclusively for single-family homes density matters density helps solve affordable housing because affordable housing is a supply and demand issue number two repeal municipal policies that focus on preserving a neighborhood's character some controversy there but of course we deregulate. We can get more housing. Number three, set uniform provincial standards for urban design, including building shadows and setbacks. This is form-based code. Let's let's get away from from more traditional types of code. Let's get into form-based code. And number four, legislate timelines for development approvals. And if the municipality misses the deadline, the project gets an automatic green light. Interesting enough there's another recommendation limit the time spent consulting the public on housing developments also made the cut to quote the report nimbyism is a large and constant obstacle to providing housing everywhere we cannot allow the opposition and politicalization of individual housing projects to prevent us from meeting the needs of all ontario ontarians ontarioans ontarians which leads us to our patterns of the week number one humans are generally bad at estimating And this includes planning related to automobiles. Private costs like depreciation, parking, gas insurance, car washes, customizations like floor mats, roof racks, trailer hitches, and repairs add up. Likewise, social costs, pollution expectations for free parking, the lack of affordability, noise, infrastructure expectations, and the danger, unsafe at any speed, should give us more pause as we consider our relationship to the automobiles. Number two, streets, roads, stroads, whatever you want to call them, places where automobiles operate are dangerous, Even though we're driving less miles, more drivers, passengers, and pedestrians are being injured and killed, at least in the United States. And number three, affordable housing is a supply and demand issue. That's all for this week. Talk to y'all soon. Please email me, Kyle, at PatternsofDevelopment.com with any feedback, thoughts, questions, topics to cover on future episodes. That'd be awesome. And of course, the big shout out to Rafi. Everyone who talks to me about this podcast tells me they love the theme. Rafi, thank you. Everyone, please check out his music on Spotify. And with that... Let's keep looking for the patterns and building better cities. Talk to you all soon.